Hey everyone. So one of the things about removing or or facing your trauma and you know whatever that is and by facing it I mean then sort of annihilating it is you annihilate the person that you are because if you've lived under the realm of terror that's one person but when that's gone something else is born something else is new there's a new regeneration of who you are and some somebody said it quite beautifully like to grow you have to basically annihilate you have to keep transforming and pushing the boundaries of who you are so there's an elasticity to it right you're you're in constant what is my next border what's my next frontier and where can i continue to evolve you cannot stay the same once you've faced trauma you you are not the same you cannot be the same um once you've opened the lid into that tumultuous shadow you know once you've picked up the stone from the ground and looked and seen all the creepy crawlies no longer afraid of them <clears throat> that is a transformation you can no longer that person that was built to survive that horror is no longer there you don't need to survive horror you don't need defense mechanisms and stories and beliefs and lies all of it collapses and it's a slow collapse it's like a you know collapsing star it isn't just all sort of one avalanche it happens you know piece by piece as it collapses slowly and in that slow collapse there's, there's an emerging of well now you no longer have that threat you no longer are living you know with nuclear bombs pointed at you in a way there's a there's there's this ability to look further to want more and to experience something greater so one of the reasons to to go into this with all of yourself and with all your might and with all your truth first of all you cannot die you're a spirit what dies is what you built right all your beliefs or your versions and it it's a natural dissolution it doesn't happen as a you know as an actual physical death there's no physical death it's it's a dissolution from within from within of everything that you thought you were and now there's space and if you work with the medicine you have an ally with the medicine that gives you added safety one of the things about being in trauma is lack of safety lack of safety means you don't move huh? lack of safety means i'm gonna, i'm going to build my boundaries around me and i can't go beyond that because it's not safe not safe now you've collapsed that boundary if you've had trauma you've, you've collapsed you know living in the trenches of the dark a friend of mine again wrote this blog which is amazing very scary for her to publish because it was basically sending a nuclear missile into the trenches of the dark when one person heals we all heal together if she's shown the courage to face that trauma and puts it out there it gives everybody else the liberty to do so who might have suffered some equal trauma so 
these are steps. They're all steps into relieving yourself of being held hostage, of being held hostage by a trauma and and allowing yourself the growth that you deserve. There's no growth in trauma. You're in a an animal pen, you're just going around. It's like being a bull in a bullfighting ring. Huge audience, you're in the losing position. They're gonna kill you no matter what, right? You're not gonna win. You're not gonna leave that stadium alive. If at all, right? So if you go in, and again, no matter how terrifying the circumstances, no matter how long it takes to face it, no matter, you know, if you're going the, the, the pace of a snail, which is certainly I was, or you're running like a wild horse, it doesn't matter. In that time space, really, there's, again, time space came after energy. So it's an addition, right? You will get to the collapse of that trauma in whatever way that you need to get to it, whatever it takes to be free. But again, there's a death. There's a death of what you were, right? I can say I was built in a particular way. I followed particular rules. I had particular relationships with my family. Everything was absolutely navigated and engineered by this trauma. It was all a falsehood. It was all, you know, I'm completely alone. Let me survive. This is what I need to do to make any of this shit work because it was so awful. Did it work? Yeah. Was it vacant? Absolutely. Did it have any connection? None whatsoever. But again, it's like holding nails onto the side of a cliff. You're just, you know, you look up and the monster's above you. You look down, there's a, you know, there's an abyss that you're going to fall into. So you're just clinging to the side of that fucking cliff face, right? The, the raw clutch of your nails. But both decisions are terrible, right? If you look up, they're going to eat you. If you look down, there's no one. You're just going to die. And that's what it's like for a child when you're traumatized by adults. You look up and there they are. They're the monsters. They're the horror that you have been dealt. And you look below and you say, well, if I leave these people, I have nothing. I'm going to die anyway. I'm three, I'm four. I've got nowhere to go. There is no one. They're both terrible options. And that's one of the reasons that the medicine is so powerful because it gives you another option. And that option is divinity, the universe, whatever is out there that we cannot see, the thing that is moving everything all day, every day. I remember when I was in the jungle, it was like, you know, silence, one meal a day that was, you know, like eating sawdust, basically. Um, And, uh, you know, in ceremonies and an enormous amount of time. to just be who you with yourself. And in the jungle, you, you'd be like, you, I'd sit outside and I'd just look and there'd be like a bird jumping up and down and, you know, huge sort of buzzards flying and, you know, dandelions and flowers. And it was just all of nature. And you're thinking, who's moving this? Like there's something bigger here. In the cities, you don't see it. You're just surrounded by buildings and concrete and apes. And everybody seems to be in a hurry to get somewhere and do something, God knows what. But you don't have any of that. And when you're really in like the full throttle of the jungle, it's just like 
it rules and it's doing its thing, you know. And I'm, you know, for me, I was just sitting in awe, like it's such a biblical moment. Like, who is moving all of this? You know, how's that bird? Why is it bird just jumping up and down? How does that buzzard know where to go? How does that leaf grow? How does that dandelion or those that, you know, grow? How does it, there's that, those little flowers that just it goes off. Oh, I can't remember the call, but all their leaves fall off and they come back on. It's just like how, how, what, who, right? There is something greater. In trauma, there is either, and especially if it's done within the context of a family, and you're bonded there, and you're built there, and you're cooked there, there's either that, which is pure hell, although you don't know it, but it is, if there's trauma, and then there's oblivion. Where are you going to go? Well, you're going to agree to the hell that you're in. You're going to, you know, say yes, and build in an environment where you have, there's no soul, there's no love, there's no connection, it's all a falsehood, it's all pretend, it's all a joke, really. It's all air. There's nothing, to, there's no anchor there. I always say it's like sitting at the, at the beach, building a sandcastle, and every day this, the, the water just comes and, and, you know, destroys it. It cannot survive. There's nothing there. But there's nothing there, so you're going to have to build something there, which is what I did. Reinvented, you know, colored in, um, you know, poetry. I just, I was, you know, pure creativity in kind of looking at nothing and making it into something. And, of course, you don't, if you only have two options, well, that's it. You're, you're the two terrible options. Are you just going to disappear into oblivion or... Or manufacture shit. Manufacture whatever you need to manufacture to make this shit show work. Yeah. Exactly what I did. And that is the gift of, if you're doing plant medicines, is there is another option. And when it comes in, it's, it's not easy to accept, you know. We spent years manufacturing falsehoods. Pretending, protecting... You've had this sort of binary place where it's either shit or nothing, right? And now this other option comes in that says, listen, I can help you. And you're like, yeah, I don't believe you. I don't believe anyone can help me. That's bullshit. I've been living in this. I think about this. Um, a friend of mine who did the medicine and, you know, who was very spiritual and, you know, very uh, spiritual inverted commas. There's no such thing, but whatever. It's all one thing. But, you know very pious and very reverential and you know when she first did the medicine all she could do was scream out like where the fuck were you how did you let this happen to me it was like she didn't know who was saying that what was within her right but that's the honest truth it's like you know why was i left to suffer why was i left to endure this horror right it's a natural response and and honest and fierce. And so, um, yeah, you're, you're basically, if you're a child, you're not given any options. You're, well, again, the option is either hell or, or oblivion. 
And when the medicine comes in, and you have to, you know, it really has to soften you, it has to pummel you because you're so hardened by the horror and the defense mechanisms, etc. Um, once, you know, it's, it's a softening of you. She pummels you, look, you know, I'm here, I'm going to help you. And you're like, I don't trust you. I don't, but no one's been here. How can I trust you? How can I believe in you? And also if you're owned by evil and if you've allied with evil, because that's a snatch, right? Then the evil is kind of the, the darkness is the thing that owns you. It too fights with them. It, it's going to fight the medicine. You're not really there. You're, you're the slave of the dark by that point. So there's this incredible complex dance of the medicine getting past, first of all, or your ego, then past the darkness. It pierces the darkness to get to you. That, In my case, I was in some sort of coma. I was ali- you know, aligned with the dark. I was also blacked out. I was protecting the dark. So she, the medicine has to pierce all these layers of alliances that have been built because of this massive trauma to get to you and say, listen, I'm here. There is another option. You know, I've been sent by divinity. And she's going to work, I keep saying a she, it doesn't matter as it, what it comes to, it's uni, it's both masculine and feminine. And she's going to continue to show you. And, and the way the medicine works is it shows you what happened and keeps fueling you with this unconditional love, something you've never known. And the only thing that makes you live is unconditional love. You can take every risk in the world if, you, if you're safe, if you're loved, if you're seen. That's it. You can grow into the most incredible um, person. You know, jump many, many boundaries when you're free and safe. Freedom is safety. The more safe you are, the more free you are. Right? If I have a zillion dollars in the bank, I don't care. I'm going to go conquer the world. I'm going to just go fun, conquer the world. You know, travel everywhere. I wouldn't stop traveling. Right? I'd be indulging in all sorts of things because I'm safe. I'm free. And the same thing is with unconditional love. And actually, more importantly, is unconditional love. If someone loves you unconditionally, you know that they're there for you a zillion percent. No matter what you do, no matter who you are. No matter... I remember my son asked me once, you know, if I do this, would you love me? I said, absolutely, I would love you. I don't care what you do. It's that knowledge, that safety, that knowing that someone sees you and cares for you and is there to breathe life into everything you do. It's going to be there no matter what. That doesn't exist in trauma. There is no safety. There's nothing other than terror. And in that terror, you will align with whatever it is that shows up. So it is a third party with you do plant medicines. It's something else showing up to say, listen, I'm your family. I'm going to love you. I'm going to show you what safety looks like. I'm going to show you what someone that cares does. And that's what they do. 
they show you, I mean, it's very difficult, but they show you they care by saying, I can see what happened to you. I'm going to show you what actually, I mean, I was shown everything, their past, I was shown what their motivations were, who they were, why things happened. I was given, you know, 3D tours of my house in Spain, 3D tours of my, it was insane. I was given like little, literally sort of feedback, like the resume of every person that was in my life and why they were there. It's this huge seeing and like, wow. And at the same time, unconditional love. Unbelievable amounts of unconditional love, which was real. Now you can leave. Now your option is not this monster and me or nothingness. It's like, oh, there's light, there's love. The universe is here. Divinity exists. Not from a book, not from reading a text, not from somebody wearing a funny outfit in a pulpit and, you know, being the broker for divinity. But you actually get that direct relationship to divinity. It is that which reawakens you. In a ceremony recently, I literally saw being connected to the higher self and then being directly connected to divinity. It's like, what? Right? And you have those feel- those, those um, experiences in this altered state. And the altered state really is the removal of all ego and the willingness to surrender to see the truth. That's how they work. That's how trauma works. You cannot see the truth. You are blinded. Blinded by fear. Blinded by terror. And these are your supposed parents. Right? Trauma, darkness, terror, shadow. All of it is ruled by fear and no options. No options. So you have no courage. You have no um, ability to deal with this, you're taken over, right? You're little, you're frozen there, you're paralyzed. They moved in. And every day there's a gun to your head, which is a terror. And in my case, it was not only the terror of this this ghastly human being, but his sidekick, my mother, and then also, if you don't do this, we die plus a humiliation and you're weak. It's just, it was a one, it was just one tank crushing an ant over and over. Now, if you've lived in that, you know, parallel um, state of Actually, not even parallel, but if you've been smothered by this, this is when the medicine shows up, you... It's like a child that's been held in a dungeon. It's like you don't really believe it. You don't. It comes in to prove itself. The, the medicine kept coming in and showing and showing and showing. Look, I know this. I know what happened. I'll show you what happened. Da, 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 da. And it takes for your whole body to wake up. It's not just... Oh, you know, it's it's almost like, <clears throat> I've talked about this before, like a network. A few lights will go on, then more lights will go on. There's, 
the whole thing is 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 being for me it was all in the dark so the whole thing had to be lit up little by little this bit was lit up that was bit was you know little by little the whole landscape was being lit up it's like again like being in a room being in hell but you can't see it's hell it's all black and then the medicine you know switches the lights on here and then you just look and you think oh my god you're in like this continent of zombies and horror and just shit it's all switched on and the only reason that you're able to see it all is because of the amount of love this is unconditional love she is coming to show you and it's physical i mean it's you're surrendering in the physicality of it like exorcisms 3d holograms you know i had two um huge blockages in my heart just boom removed the, the terror of it all I was absolutely owned by evil. So you don't... The search and rescue mission is the mission of trusting something greater. And it doesn't come immediately. It comes, you know, through connecting, through trusting the medicine you know, through really, and it giving you the safety to say, listen, you know, you can, I'm here and I'm going to take you to see this and we're together, which is one of the marvelous things that she told me in a ceremony. It's like, you know, Maria, this is all teamwork, right? Together we did this. You have to put your part, you have to want to go do this. You, I mean, again, it's, you might not know it at the beginning when you're in that kind of like, I just feel uncomfortable or something terrible has happened, there's been a death. With me, it was a divorce. I mean, it was all wrong. It's like looking at yourself and not knowing who that person is. It was all wrong. It was all submission to the dark. And it's, it's a dawning, really, psychologically it's a dawning in your body it's it's these shifts are these like constant shifts that come because the medicine penetrates further and further and again the medicine doesn't start now it starts at the moment of conception of you or the moment that trauma was an issue the i would say it was before the big bang and after the big bang the moment that first terror happened so with me it was from when i was two or three and it the cleansing was until I was 61, more or less. It goes through every single belief, every single thought, every single, everything that built you until it reaches. And for me, it was, it had to clear everything out to actually see the entity within me. It was literally an entity within me that was holding on. So, and then that was removed. It was definitely attacked by the dark on arrival. So, I mean, again, I'm a very, 
I'm a pretty rational person. I live in the world of rationale. I don't live in this world. But I've been living in this world for the last five years. And that, in that altered state where so much is seen, has been my saving, right? Your trauma, you need an ally to help you unload that trauma. You need an exterior force, call it divinity, call it what you will, to get you out. And what's required is safety and love and unconditional love and your willingness to surrender to something you do not understand. I never, I mean, I've never known heaven. I've never known divinity. I've never known love. I mean, momentarily when I was a little girl with this lovely platonic little boy, but once you've been thrown out of the kingdom of love, I would say, of unconditional love and of light, um, that you're stuck. So when the light shows up, it's, it's a foreigner to, I mean, it was a foreigner to me. Someone cares? Wow. Someone gives a shit? Wow. You don't trust it. I'm like, I don't know if I trust this. Or, you know, you, you have one, one retreat and like something big happens, you think, well, it's over, I'm done, you know. How this medicine work isn't at, how it works is a mystery. It's a total mystery. It's not within my realm of understanding at all. But it works. Why? Because there's another option. And it's an option that brings the full force of nature and divinity to you, to heal you. And what does that mean? It means it frees you from the trauma. It frees you from the capture. <coughs> it brings safety and love, which means that you can grow. The paralysis can be released because the, the trauma is released. And now finally again, you have options. I'm thinking, wow, I'd love to go away and work on a farm in Italy for a month or, you know, like there's a whole world now that's available to you. And it will come back, by the way, so don't, you know, it will try to claw its way back. Darkness does that, right, as a test. But again... Once, no, once it's known, it, it can't, you know, there's no real coming back. Once you've known the full extent of this, of divinity, of light, of whatever you want to, I don't even know what the names are. Once you've experienced that, there's really not a lot. It can't have any more power. You are fully connected back to your light source, so from, to, from where you came. I think that is the trick. It's not what happened. It's the fact that you've been yanked from your mother or from your original source, from life, from divinity, from love.
So there's a sort of death of you, right? Once you're fully released of this thing. Or there's a death of it, of the trauma and the predator and whatever was involved. That's now fully seen and released. And whatever it you built in, you know, in the reflection of that darkness is no longer valid. And again, that's, you know, the, the new arrival of, of you. What is it like to live in the, in the world without that? What is it like to live in the world where you're free, where you're safe, where you're connected to yourself? Where you can do anything, really. Because you have safety. Because you have love. Where you're not living in a prison camp in the gulag and you think that that's normal life. It's, um... When I look back on it, I think, my God, you know, it's like being in the emergency room of the universe for the last five years, six years. Because it was so cataclysmic that this takeover and the darkness was so rancid and powerful. But again, all freedom requires safety. It's a sort of contradiction. But the safer you are, the more willing you are to risk, right? The more you're loved, the more adventure you're going to have. The more you are you going to live. You're not looking, you know, to fulfill, to live under the shadow of, of anything. You're free. And that freedom might be completely different for each single person. Your freedom might just be, you know, living a quiet life in an apartment somewhere. I don't know. Or your freedom could be climbing the Himalayas. I don't know. And you won't know what that freedom looks like until you have delivered yourself of the dark. And it's a discovery. I'm certainly discovering it just now. Wow, what is it? Wow, I can do whatever I want well, what do I believe in? I don't know. What do I truly believe in? What do I want to do every day? Is it one thing? Is it many things? I don't know. It's a discovery. It's like, you know, leaving a darkened cell and like you see the light like, oh, wow. Wow, there are mountains over here and lakes and, you know, the whole world is like, somebody put the lights on. Everything is possible. But what do you want to do? I think that's one of the things about if you're held hostage for a long time under a particular regime and under particular rules, it's like leaving prison. People want to go back to prison because they don't know what, they don't know what to do with that freedom. So you have to discover it bit by bit, you know? What does it mean now for me to, or what does it feel like for me to do X or what moves me intuitively. Wow, I'd like to go work on a farm and be with animals and plants and... Okay, let's just try that. See how that goes. So you're in that place of exploration again. You're in the place of, like, discovery, of, of 
you know, pushing the frontiers of growth, of finding your voice, of finding, you know, that music within you that is rightfully yours that you haven't heard because you've been held hostage. And yes, there's a a huge loss. There's a loss of a family. There's a loss of so many. Well, there was never really a family, but there's a loss of a pretend potential family, right? There's a mourning. There's 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 an exit from Zombie Island. And as they say, you know, kids, even though they're put in cages, don't want to leave their families because that's what they think is a family, right? So... This is all part of the leaving and the, the, the dissolution of these connections that you've had. There is no, oh, you know, it's over now, I'm here. It's like, no, this part is over. I've seen it, I've been taken out miraculously by this medicine. I've been healed miraculously by this medicine. I don't understand it really, but it's happened. And now there's a beginning of a new life. You still have the energy. You still have the flow. It's just not... Before it was being held back by evil. Now it's like, all right, I can take this energy and use it intuitively for what I, for what I want to live, right? It's like taking your fuel back. I can use it to drive wherever I want. I'm not going to be you know, my fuel has been taken over here. So, you know, for me, it was like this person wanted me to do this, X, X, you know, X, Y, Z, all against my will, right? Now it's like I get my fuel back to do my life on my terms for, you know, whatever, which way I intuitively want to live it. Again, it's new. It's like leaving prison. Like, okay, so what is it that moves me? It's a second chance at life, at enjoying the abundance of being present for the world, of really maneuvering. And it's almost like having your compass back. That's what it's like. I always talked about this capture, like someone breaking your compass. You have no idea which way is up. And you're terrified. And But now it's like, okay, you have options. You're back in the daylight. So, you know, why it's worth facing all of this and doing the work is the simple reason that you, you know, you get your freedom back. And also, as I said, we're really spirits, so... I don't want to die with this. I'm going to have to come back and still be a prisoner of this darkness. No. No. For that very reason, I was absolutely determined to say, I will sit here until this is done. I will not come back with this and then back again. You'd have to, as you've got to keep figuring it out. I mean, you've got to keep, it's, it's on your back for this lifetime and many lifetimes unless you deal with it. This is why they have, you know, generational trauma. It's just, it's, it moves from one generation to the other. Someone has to say, no, that's it, we're done. It's work, it's effort, it's 
challenging, it's lonely, it's singular, it's a battle. You do have to do this journey. You do have to do the work with allies, of course, the great medicine, right? But you have to still sit there. You still have to feel the sickest you've ever felt and wanting to puke and seeing what you don't want to see. I mean, you you have to be in it. It's like, you know, somebody opens the, 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 the doors to the underworld and you're thrown in. All you're asked to do is to see it, to experience it, to trust that in this cleansing you will be healed. That there is only this way to get through this. And those are big asks. But I think when you're truly in pain and desperate, you know, some, you know, you do, I, I always say this, but you do not want to do ayahuasca. No one wants to do ayahuasca in their sound mind. No one wants to go into the sort of the slaughterhouse of themselves. And, you know, no one wants to go into the hell of their own shadow. This is not something you opt for. It is something that becomes the only remedy when you realize that you are truly and utterly stuck. You've tried everything. You've read every self-help book. You've seen every YouTube video. You've, you know, done, gone to a Buddhism temple, gone to a thing. I mean, you know, this is when you realize, okay, nothing out there is going to work. <clears throat> nothing out there that people are propagating is doing anything for me. I mean, it might be touching the surface. Only when you're truly willing to say, help me, and fully surrender that the universe shows up and says, ding dong, I'm here. Bye.